This podcast is brought to you by the Maryland State Library Agency. The MSLA podcast features presenters from statewide youth programs, as well as learning opportunities for library staff and resources for patrons of the Maryland State Library for the Blind and Print Disabled. The following is a presentation of the Technology User Group at the Maryland State Library for the Blind and Print Disabled. For more information about the Technology User Group, please visit our website, lbpd, make that lbph.maryland.gov. That's L, B as in boy, P as in Paul, H, dot maryland.gov. Also, if you'd like to listen to the Technology User Group in a podcast format, or if you'd like to hear other programming by the Maryland State Library for the Blind and Print Disabled, please ask your smart device, whether that be Siri, Alexa, or Google Assistant, to play the Maryland State Library Agency podcast. That's the Maryland State Library Agency podcast. And now I'm going to turn things over to Michael Batista. He's from ITG and he's going to tell you about what he does, what their agency does, and lots of exciting stuff about products. Thank you, Jerry, and thank you everyone for allowing me to, to be on your call this morning. As Jerry said, my name is Michael Batista. I'm with Integration Technology Groups. Some of you may be familiar with our, with our groups, uh, some of you may not. So we are a local provider of adaptive technology, uh, hardware, software, and training for HumanWare and Vespiro, so Freedom Scientific and Optelec, as well as um, OrCam. So my, my goal today, I, I don't imagine I'm gonna take up your full hour, but my, my goal today, first I wanted to touch on um, the Victor Reader Stream 3. I am sure that a lot of you or everyone is familiar with the Stream 2 at least. Um, and I just wanted to touch on a little bit, the, the Stream 3, some changes, some changes to, to that. And then might just at the very end, depending on time, might touch on a couple other um, uh, just pieces of equipment, products that we have that um, that folks might uh, might find uh, find interesting. Um, if there is, uh, if you have any specific questions, anything that that's uh, you know nuanced or something that I might not have it off the top of my head. Um, you can either send those to Jerry, he can forward those to me. I'm, I'm happy to either reach out to um, one of our trainers who knows the stream inside and out, or I can work with work with HumanWare representative as well to, to get any answers that we're, we're looking for. Um, but if you, I'm gonna give out my, our contact info also, if you ever have any questions, you can email us directly um, at accessibility, so A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-I, L-I-T-Y, accessibility team at itgonline.com. And we will be able to get back any answers that, that you all are looking for. Um, so before I uh, before we have any more uh, technical difficulties on, on my end, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of dive right in. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is, is just when you receive your a new uh, Victor Reader Stream 3, I want to kind of go over, you know, what you're going to get in the box. So, of course, 
when you open up that box, the, the top part, the first thing you're going to see is your device. You're going to feel your device. You're going to pull that, that baby out. And from a size standpoint, it's, it's just about the same as, as the, the version two. But also in that box, you're going to have your wall plug. You're going to have your, this is a big change. You're going to have your USB-A to USB-C charging cable. And then, as with a lot of humanware, a lot of adaptive technologies in general, you're going to have different, um, what I'll call plugs or different heads. So, depending on on where you're located, if you're in the United States, you'll use the, uh, you know, the United States electrical outlet plug. But if you're ever traveling, um, you know, it comes with plugs for Europe and the UK and Asia um, as well. So you can take it uh, take it on the go. One big thing you'll notice. Uh, a difference right out of the box is the Victor Reader Stream 3 does not have that silicone case that the Victor Reader 2 had. Um, the as of right now, the Victor Reader Stream 3 is is one solid kind of piece of equipment. It's a little bit more rugged and designed, so they're not they didn't include that kind of silicone case, and so that's one big big difference that you will notice. Um, just from unboxing the stream um, right right off the bat. When we go into the actual how the device looks, how it feels, again, the overall size is going to be very similar to the Victor Reader Stream 2. But it, like I said, it's going to be a little bit smoother. It, it feels just in general a little bit, uh, to me, it feels a little bit more uh, updated and, and modernized. You still have on the very front of the device, you still have the telephone style keypad. So you have numeric, you know, one through nine, and then on the bottom and zero, and then you have a star on the left side and the, the pound or the hash sign, you know, on the key on the right side. On the top of the face of the device, you have a, a square button, which is your go-to button. And then to the right of that, you have a circular button, which is your mode. So that's how we change between you know, our offline or our online mode. And then on the right side, we have kind of a diamond or a yeah, diamond button, I'll call it. And that's what we can use for our bookmarks. That's our bookmark button. As always on the, on the keypad, the middle key, the five key has our two bumps. So we can feel around where that five key is. Um, on the keys two, four, eight, and six, there are some um, kind of a raised edge on each on, on corresponding sides. The two is also our up button. The four is our left. The eight is our down, um, and the six is our right button. And then below the keypad, right in the middle of the uh, of the device itself, is the sleep button. Um, if you press and hold this, it'll also tell you that you, know, you can also use it for the date and time. Um, but using the sleep button is going to prolong the battery life of your stream, and that just puts it to sleep and wakes it back up again. And then below that, on the bottom row of the face, we have our rewind, our play, and our fast forward buttons. Again, on the left side of the rewind button, there's kind of a raised lip. And on the right side of the fast forward button, there's a raised lip to help identify um, what those buttons are and, and really what they do. Now moving, if I kind of place 
the device, I have it placed on a, a desk in front of me with the, the keys facing me. If I'm feeling the top of the Victor stream, here's another difference that you're going to feel. You're gonna, you're not gonna feel any sort of um, immediate slot or space for an SD card. Instead, you're gonna find a little rubber flap with a raised edge. So that rubber flap is actually what is covering the SD card slot, um, which I think is nice because A, it, uh, it provides a little bit more traction when I'm holding the device, but also it's protecting and, and keeping that SD card from sliding out at any time when I'm on the go or when I'm using it. So if I kind of open up that, uh, that little rubber flap, the SD card slot presents itself. And before I, I move on from this, one thing about the SD cards that are different, the Victor Stream 3s no longer come with an SD card like the 2 did. However, they can, they can accept and they can use SD cards with much greater storage capacity. So up to one terabyte of storage, they can, the SD card can, uh, can function. So a, a much larger card that you can use compared to the previous models. Now, keep in mind, larger card is gonna mean you can put more stuff on it. So just more things to uh, navigate through um, if you are using a larger card. So now I'm gonna move clockwise around the edge of the device. And so now I'm on what I would call when it's facing me the right side of the device, there's only one button on the right side. Um, the right side is my record button. So this is what I can use to, to use my, um, leave my notes for myself, uh, start and stop. And, um, you know, that's really the only button on the right side. So if you're looking to make voice notes, if you're looking to record anything, that's the button on the right side. Now, continuing along the device on the bottom, um, I have uh, some exciting kind of changes from the version two. Um, on the bottom, it, uh, it's going to be a bit um, on the left side, and this is a, a change. On the left side of the bottom is where my headphone jack is going to be. So on the bottom, there's a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack on the left side of the bottom of the device. And just so everyone knows, some feedback that I have received the headphone jack is a, it's a tight fit. So if you're plugging in a headphone jack to your device, um, you're gonna wanna make sure you almost think you hear a little click. The headphone, you, you'll feel it when it's properly connected. Um, there's not any wiggle room or anything like that. It is a snug, secure fit. On the right side of the bottom of the device, um, you're gonna feel kind of four, um, I'll say holes, almost small circular holes or indentations. That's where our speaker for the for everything is going to come out of. So that's our, our built-in speaker. Um, and then probably the biggest change for the Victor Reader Stream 3 compared to the 2 is the center portion of the bottom of the device is where we plug in the charger. And that charger is now a USB-C port. So it's no longer the micro USB-C that the Victor Reader 2 had. It's now a USB-C. So it will accept any USB-C cable, um, you know, and there is no right or wrong way to plug it in. 
Um, you don't have to worry about orienta- orienting it so that it, um, it fits in there properly. Um, again, just things to keep in mind. The charging cables are still, um, any charging cable is, can be a bit, uh, a bit fragile. So when it's plugged in, try not to be jostling it around, try not to be wiggling it, things like that. That could actually damage the middle pin of the, um, of the charging cable or of the charging port, I should say. And then, so when I'm moving on to the, now what, what I would call the left side, um, on the left side at the bottom, there is another circular um, jack, and that is for a microphone. So if you're ever doing something where you want to plug in a microphone on your device, you would use that, um, that port on the left side at the bottom. So don't try plugging your headphones into there, because you're probably not going to get much sound coming out. And vice versa, don't plug your, your microphone onto the bottom of the device because you're probably not going to get much input sound from the microphone. And then moving up on the left side, again, we have our volume up and our volume down. And then the last button on the top left is going to be our power button. So again, on the left side, we have a microphone jack, the volume control, and our power on and off button. And then lastly, before we actually get into turning the device on um, and turning, and we're going to talk, talk on, about on the back, you'll probably feel a, um, I'll call it a rectangular rubberized kind of silicone-esque, um, almost feet or, or, uh, or, or traction kind of plate. So that was HumanWare's design uh, to kind of do away with the silicone case. They wanted to put something on the device that's going to keep it um, from sliding around and give it some extra grip um, right out of the box. So that is, um, you know, that is that is one improvement that I think when you're holding it right away, you're going to feel that rubbery silicone kind of rectangle on the back. That's going to um, that's going to keep it from uh, from sliding around no matter what uh, no matter what and and where you're you're going. Uh, okay, so now I'm going to turn on my device. I'm going to just preface this by saying uh, this is a, we, we had to get a new demo device for us here. So um, I actually don't have much or, or anything in terms of media on here, but I'm still going to be able to go through and show um, a few really good features and functionality of, uh, of the stream for, for everyone today. So again, to turn it on, I'm going to press and hold the device. We hear that audible beep, and I'm going to wait, and the Victor reader is going to tell me um, you know, exactly when it's ready and, and when I can start using it. And while, while I'm waiting, we should be getting about... Welcome to Victor Reader. Okay, so it said... Books, no media, hold key, want to enter or exit user guide, key describer on. So... We should get about 15 hours of use, depending on what we're what we're reading or what we're listening to on a full charge. Obviously, if we're using Wi-Fi, that's going to drain the battery a little bit quicker. If we're using again a big change, and I'll get into how we use this. If we're using Bluetooth with our Victor Reader Stream 3, that's going to drain the battery a little bit quicker. Um, but overall, we should get about 15 hours of playback, depending on the the media form. Um, that we're using. So 
similar to, to our older versions, um, the device can be used in both an online or offline mode. So by pressing the circle at the top of my button, um, and it's kind of got the Wi-Fi signal uh, icon, I'll say, printed on there as well. Online bookshelf references. It says online bookshelf references, and it says zero books. I can also then scroll through. I can search. If I'm connected to, to the Internet, I could search directly on Wikipedia. Offline bookshelf. Zero books. No media. Hold key one to enter or exit user guide. Key describer on. And then again, if I press the circle button again, I just go back to my offline book mode. Online bookshelves. So references. Zero books. When I'm search on Wikipedia. Okay. And then, so I'm going to go back to my offline book book shelf. Offline bookshelf. Home key one to enter or exit user guide. Key describer on. So one thing that said is there's also the built-in user guide on the Victor Stream 3. So if you're ever confused or you need some, you're trying to figure something out, when you're in the offline bookshelf mode, you can press and hold the number one button. That's going to take you into the uh, the full user guide. So if you're trying to find something very specific, you can go into the full user guide. Again, using your two, four, uh, eight, and six buttons to kind of navigate. It might, you know, or just your your four and six to go to go left and right. If you ever do anything on the Victor Reader Stream um, and you want to immediately undo it, you can hit the star button. And that's going to take you back to the next level that you had just come from. So whether you went to a bookshelf that you didn't like or you selected something that you didn't want to go into, um, hitting the star button within 10 seconds of doing that command is going to take you back to where you just uh, just came from. So now just talking about some stuff with the, the offline bookshelf structure, um, it's going to, the stream is going to recognize a bunch of different types of um, various book types, um, which are going to be saved in separate folders called bookshelves. So again, to select a bookshelf that you want to read, we want to press multiple times, so, so a few times in a row, that number one key. That's going to take us into the different bookshelves that we have. And then from there, we're going to use the four and six keys to kind of move back and forth um, along each bookshelf. So if you think about it, the bookshelf is kind of, a, uh, it's almost, I'll say, circular. Um, so if you start with A, it's going to move you know, A through Z. And then once you get to Z, it's going to circle back around to A. So you don't have to go back the other way. It's circular. That's everything, like I said, except for, for the notes bookshelf and online services. Only the non-empty bookshelves are going to be announced. So that's important if you are if you're trying to find a podcast or or something like that. If you don't have any podcasts on there, there's nothing to announce. It's not going to announce anything on that bookshelf. Uh, if there are podcasts or if there are different shelves that you have, you know, you, it will announce what is what is there. On the SD card or internal memory, each bookshelf is stored. Uh, that is stored within a reserve folder uh, is stored within a reserve folder name beginning with uh, the dollar sign and then VR for Victor Reader. And then within each of these folders or bookshelves, because it's the, the, the Victor Reader stream, there may be user-defined subfolders. 
So just like on a computer, if we're thinking of a bookshelf as our folder, you can even get even uh, more uh, specific or more um, exact and have user-defined subfolders that are going to contain separate books or categories of files. Um, you may define, and then you can also, um, you can define these, these stream bookshelves. And then one question, and I'm not an expert on this, but I wanted to make sure I, I touched on it. When you insert an SD card that is not write protected, Stream will automatically create the dollar sign VR reserved folders. So that's one thing that, uh, that I've, there's been a lot of questions about as far as, you know, if there's needing to be any formatting of, of SD cards or anything like that. And, and as far as humor has, has said, they're not, not quite the same as the, the two. As far as bookshelf structure, it's going to be bookshelf is going to be talking books or daisy talking books. Um, it's going to be other books. And then it's going to be bookshelf music, bookshelf saved podcasts, bookshelf tech, and then book types, all types of, of files, and then notes and bookshelf radio. So that's kind of, again, how the bookshelves are going to be arranged is going to be like on a, on a, similar to on a computer. You're going to have the main bookshelf is going to be our main folder. And then we can put user defined, um, shelves or, or subfolders, um, within those things. Um, so a couple, a couple other things that, that, uh, I wanted to touch on, um, when using the, the, the stream three, and again, some of this might be repeat information for folks, but just some important things that I want to leave with you as takeaways. When using the stream three, um, if you're, if you want to know, if you want to use the where am I function, um, the where am I key will announce your reading position without interrupting the reading process. What that means is depending on the book type, uh, the stream's going to announce one or more of the page and heading numbers, section titles, or file names. So if you're trying to figure out where you are in a document, where you are in a book, where you are in a podcast, you can actually press and hold the five key, and it will give you a shortened version of the info menu containing the version number and number of user keys installed as the serial number. But for, so for, for talking books, other books, podcasts, and notes, it's going to announce the percentage of the file played. Reading will resume once this information has been announced. So if you're listening to a podcast, and you want to know how much is, is left in your podcast, you're going to press and hold that, that five button while you're listening to it, and it's going to give you that information. For text files, it's going to announce the percentage of, of the file played. Reading will resume once the information has been announced. For talking books, the time remaining in the section will also be announced. So not just the full book, but the chapter or the section that you're reading, it's also going to announce that. And for most books, this translates as the time remaining in the current chapter. Another one I want to, I want to touch on is uh, the go to page function. So this allows you to go directly to a desired page. Uh, so again, the go to page function, as I was talking about, is that square button on the front face of the device above the one key. Um, if you press the key once, you will hear go to page. And then you enter a page number, pressing confirm to go to the selected page, um, and stream will confirm the enter page number. Or you can uh, you can hit the play stop key to have stream start playback from the chosen page. If you're looking to go to a heading, so if you're in a something that's got a heading on it, 
you press the go to that square key, you press that twice, you will hear the, the announce, it'll announce go to heading. It allows you to enter a heading number relatively relative to the start of a DAISY or NISO book. This is useful for books that don't have page markers. So sometimes if we're reading maybe a longer white paper or something like that, that doesn't have page numbers or it doesn't have page numbers that translate to the stream, then you can use this go to heading if you know what you're looking for, enter the heading number entry with confirm and, and to move along. Again, if you're listening to a podcast or, or something else, um, you can have a go to percent or go to time. So either of those you can put in if you know, maybe you're listening at a different form of, uh, of media player and you know you want to go to 50% or something like that. You can go to the go to percent. The go to page will become go to percent when listening to a book or a podcast or a, a other audio file. And you'll key in it as a, as a percentage um, there. So the last, not the last, but one thing, I, another one I wanted to, to touch on is to get it actually, what, what I had mentioned before, one of, the, one of the big and really good changes for the Victor Reader Stream 3 is that it is in, in now enabled um, to go into or to be Bluetooth uh, compatible. So it is now able to connect to Bluetooth speakers, to Bluetooth headphones, so you now no longer need to use the headphone jack that's on the bottom. If I wanted to connect to Bluetooth, what I'm going to do is I am going to, I'm going to press and hold my seven. Will. Menu, no local settings, general settings. I'm going to press seven and it's going to say menu and it says no local settings. So I haven't done anything on my device that I've changed. So there's nothing that's local. Everything is, is as the manufacturer would set it up. I'm going to use my four and my six keys again navigation and playback to toggle through the different settings options you heard there navigation and playback so if i wanted to set any um any specifics or, or any um, settings for how i want the device to, to navigate or to play back to me i'd go in there i'm going to turn volume, my volume 19 volume 20 turn it up a little bit volume 20. okay volume's at the maximum so now my next category wireless that's my wireless setting so that's where i would go in and anytime I want to select it, I'm going to hit the pound sign or the, the hash sign in the bottom right um, of that, that facing keypad. Um, so that's where I'd want to go to set up my Wi-Fi connection and, uh, and different things like that. Recording. That's where I want to set up my recording settings. Online settings. My online settings. General settings. My general settings. Navigation and playback. And now I'm back around to navigation and playback. So I'm going to go general back settings. to general settings, and I'm going to hit the, the pound or the hashtag sign. Language. You heard it says language. I can, I can uh, set up my language there. System. System. Language. System. General settings. Navigation and wireless. I misspoke. I'm actually going to go into my wireless setting to get to my Bluetooth, because that's going to be not only my Wi-Fi, but also, again, since Bluetooth is wireless, my, my Bluetooth setup. So I'm going to go into wireless settings, and just so we can hear it again, I'm going to do it one more time. Navigation and playback. I'm going to filter through wireless until I hear wireless, and I'm going to hit the pound button. Airplane mode off. 
So this is now where if I wanted to put it onto airplane mode, I could put it onto airplane mode. Wi-Fi. I could go into my Wi-Fi to have the different settings of Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. Or I can go into Bluetooth. So just like you heard, so it's first airplane mode, airplane, airplane mode and then Wi-Fi, and then Bluetooth. So I'm going to select Bluetooth. Bluetooth. On. It says that Bluetooth is on. And so now I can also go to, so if I've previously connected a device to Bluetooth and I turn on that device and it's discoverable, the Victor Reader Stream 3 is going to automatically um, connect to that device and be ready to play. If I go one step further, pair a new device. If, to pair a new device, that is again where I would, I would, what I would select to connect it to a new Bluetooth device, whether that's headphones or a speaker, that's how I would pair a device. Connect device. If I wanted to connect a device, if there's multiple, I can go into connect a device. That's, that's going to list what has already been um, previously paired, and I can, I can connect a device to there. Connect device. And then you just heard there, I can also disconnect a device. So if there's, only, if there's a speaker or something, maybe that I'm going to only use one time, or I don't want it to connect every time I turn on my speaker or Victor stream, I can disconnect a device there. Delete pair device. And then same thing, if I want to get rid of it completely, if I'm never going to use it again, I can delete that paired Bluetooth device. So I'm not listing a whole bunch of different options every time I go into my Bluetooth, Bluetooth settings. On. And now I just went back to Bluetooth is on. Bluetooth wireless. And now again, I'm just hitting that button to go back into my settings menu. Leaving menu, key describer on. And now I'm back to my home page. So again, I'm back and if I wanted to see what mode I'm on. Online book sale, references, zero, books. Search on Wikipedia. So now I'm in my online bookshelf mode. Search on Wiktionary. And if I toggle through using my four through six buttons, again, Search on Wikipedia. Since I don't have any books, I could I could connect to the internet. I could search on Wikipedia. Search on Wiktionary. Search on Wiktionary. Search on Wikipedia. And search on Wikipedia. And then if I go back again, I'm hitting the circle button to toggle between my online and my offline modes. Offline bookshelves. Zero books. No media. Hold key one to enter or exit user guide. Key describer on. And again, it says no media, so I can hold the one button to go into my user guide. Move forward. Six. Move back far. And it just has the key describer I haven't turned on. So it's telling me when it's not doing anything, it's just telling me what, what button that I have what that I have hit. As far as one other thing that I'm going to bring up that I talked about Bluetooth being a really good improvement for the Victor Reader Stream 3. I'm going to touch on one item that um, I'm sure a lot of you, if you have a Stream 3, you know about this already, but if you don't, um, it's just something to keep in mind. So with the Victor Reader Stream 2 and the Victor Trek, the batteries were user replaceable. You could order a new battery and you could slide off the back and put on your new battery and it would be no problem. For some reason, humanware has made it so the batteries on the Victor Reader Stream 3 are no longer user replaceable. That's about the only downside that I have uh, that I have come across personally with the devices, just because uh, the batteries are, a, you know, a consumable item. It was really nice when you could have, when the individual users could could order a new battery and just and change it themselves. So unfortunately now, in order to have a battery uh, replaced, it's got to go back to 
either humanware if it was purchased directly through humanware or if it was purchased through ITG, we can uh, we do repairs and that would fall into the repair. So it's going to be a little bit more costly to replace the batteries if that time comes along now. But that is one thing I just wanted to touch to touch on. You know, with the the USB C charger, that was great. It charges faster. It's easier to plug in. I guess humanware felt like they couldn't give us uh, they couldn't couldn't give us everything. Jerry, that's about everything that I had today for the stream. I don't know if there's any general questions. Otherwise, there's just a couple other uh, products that I wanted to touch on that we have that are, there are some new things um, coming out that, that folks not, might not be aware of, whatever you, you think. Did you want to take some questions, Michael? We can do that if you yeah, like. I'll, yeah, I'm going to do, I'll take some questions. If I don't have the specific answers, I'm going to, I'm going to jot them down and I will, uh, I can always get the answers mm -hmm. to you. Um, so yeah, if anyone has any specific questions, I'm happy to Anyone that has any questions, you can now unmute yourself and ask the question to unmute yourself. That would be star six. And please be respectful of other people. And any questions for Michael? Again, I have a question. Six. Yes. Go ahead. This is Jane Corona. I'm a huge ITG fan. Michael, you know Hi, me. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy, happy, happy. Um, do you still have batteries for the stream too? Yes, that's a great question. So in the event we do it, we still have batteries and we are one of the few dealers that actually also still have um, Stream 2 units. So if for some ah. reason you, you prefer the Stream 2 over the Stream 3, um, I don't have the exact pricing in front of me, but it is. So let me go, let me say this first. The cost of the new Stream 3 um, is $550 plus uh, shipping and tax. And I think the last time, don't quote me on this, uh, I, but I will get Jerry the pricing. We do still have some Stream 2s available. I think the last time, uh, our, the, the most updated pricing was um, $425 plus tax, but shipping is included for the, the Stream 2. But yes, we can also get, um, we can still get batteries for the 2 as well. Lovely. Thank you. And I'll say this, if you think you, I don't know how long that's going to be, because at some point, humanware will stop, you know, they will stop supporting the two altogether. We don't know when exactly that will be. Um, but once they do that, that's when the batteries start to uh, start to be harder to find. Um, do you sell the Stellar Trek? Yes, we do. Do you guys do payment plans as well? We do, yes. So we try to match whatever um, whatever humanware's kind of payment structure is. Generally, our payment plans are going to be anything under uh, anything under two thousand dollars. We can do it over six months. Anything over between two thousand and four thousand, we can do, and it's for all all product lines. Anything between two and four thousand, we can do um, twelve months. And then anything above four thousand, we can do over. We can do up to eighteen months uh, payment plan. Okay, I'm going to call you on Monday, and Dick, I'm going to call you on Monday. Okay, great. Any other questions before we move on? Uh, great. Just a, a couple. Floor is yours. Uh, yeah, just a couple more things before I uh, I, I let everyone <laughs> everyone go for the morning. Um, sticking with humanware, there is. Um, the 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 um, if anyone's interested, you know the the bi uh, the bix 
series of Braille displays. Um, those all now come with speech. So they, that, that's one, uh, one thing that's new. Um, but then I also wanted to just touch on um, a couple things. A, if anyone's ever interested, if anyone would, would like a, excuse me, interested in a, you know, purchasing anything from ITG, we do have a um, demonstration room that is uh, in Falls Church, Virginia, that we can have by appointment, or um, depending on your need and what you're looking for, we can also do at-home demonstrations um, of, of our of the equipment that we had or have. Um, and one thing I just want to touch on, so if anyone's familiar uh, with the OrCam, um, both handheld, the OrCam Read, um, and the wearable OrCam MyEye, um, there are some exciting changes um, to those devices um, that are making them more and more, I think, attractive to people. There's one, the OrCam Read 3.0 can turn really any computer screen, any um, any any um, tablet into a magnifier and OCR device, and then there's also there's a new software update coming out for the MyEye Pro um, that when it's connected to a, a Wi-Fi connection, it's got a feature that's called What's in Front of Me, and it will tell you um, exactly what the the wearer is looking at. You can ask questions. Um, you can get really really detailed specifics about what what someone's looking at, how far away things are, you know, if there's a door, if there's a if there's a table and chairs, if there's people there, all sorts of different uh, new features coming out with the the OrCam line of products as well. So if anyone is interested in in that, um, please let me know. Like I said, the best way to get in touch with uh, with ITG is either going to be through the accessibility team email a c c e s s i b i L-I-T-Y, and then team at ITG online, or we can be reached at 703-698-8282 and just ask to speak to a member of the accessibility team. But there's a, there's a lot of uh, you know, new things coming up, and uh, if anyone ever wants to chat about them or, or, or talk about them, or if you would like to see a, a demonstration, you think it might be something that you could benefit from, don't hesitate to let us know. Jerry, that's all about right. all I have to Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming out today, and thanks to everyone who attended this morning. And um, we'll be back next month on uh, January the 6th on Zoom, and we'll be looking at a couple of neat little um, items. So we look forward to meeting with you all again on Saturday, January the 6th at 10 a.m. on the Zoom platform. And thanks again, Michael, for coming out today. Everyone, everyone have a great holiday season. Thank you so much. This has been a presentation of the Maryland State Library Agency. For links to additional resources provided by today's presenter, please visit the show notes. For more information on MSLA or the Maryland State Library for the Blind and Print Disabled, visit MarylandLibraries.org.